Hey everybody, welcome to In Order 2, a podcast about interpreting the preamble to the Constitution as a vision for America. My name is Michael, and I'm here to take you on a journey through my interpretation of this vision. Now I want to preface all of this with two things. First, this isn't what I do full-time, and therefore this podcast does not reflect in any way the opinions of my employer. Second, this podcast doesn't contain an absolute truth. It contains my truth. As Justice Louis Brandeis said in his famous dissent in Gilbert v. Minnesota, quote, The right of a citizen of the United States to take part for his own or the country's benefit in the making of federal laws and in the conduct of the government necessarily includes the right to speak or write about them, to endeavor to make his own opinion concerning laws existing or contemplated prevail, and, to this end, to teach the truth as he sees it. End quote. That quote doesn't mean that the law itself is whatever one wants it to be. I'm looking at you, sovereign citizens, but instead that one may advocate for their own interpretation of the law. They cannot force that interpretation on others, much less the U.S. government, but instead they may hope that the judiciary, or more properly the people via the legislature, sides with their viewpoint in the future. This podcast is my way to fulfill Justice Brandeis' statement. Over the past years living abroad, I've taken a great interest in the beauty of our system of government, along with its failings and drawbacks, and built a vision for the America that I would love to see in my lifetime. This vision takes some learnings from what I've seen abroad and melds them with a lot of time spent as an amateur student of U.S. constitutional law, especially its interpretation in the words of the U.S. Supreme Court. America is uniquely American, and so any reference to external government action tends to be frowned upon. But when other governments come up with something innovative that works well to advance humanity, we should try to incorporate it in a way that works for us. One of the key things that I've seen over the past few years is that we tend to ignore what may be the most important section of the Constitution, its preamble. The preamble is a vision statement. It lays out what is important for our country and provides us with a North Star to aim for. Now, a little bit about my background will tell you why vision is important to me. I'm an engineer with an MBA, and my focus is on the design of processes, which necessarily requires understanding the first principles of whatever one is working with. In business, a well-written vision, usually containing a defined set of principles, is core to creating a fundamental understanding which pushes top organizations towards greatness. Yeah, that's a lot of MBA speak, but it is what it is. Look at organizations like Johnson & Johnson with its credo, or Amazon with its leadership principles, nobody can question what they stand for. It's written out clearly for all to see. So we have to ask ourselves, because it seems like there's a lot of disagreement on this topic, why isn't there a clearly written vision for the USA? Something that paints the picture of what we'd like to be, while being perfectly understandable to anyone who reads it. Why don't we have something like this? Oh wait, we do. Let's take a second to go through this vision statement baked into our country's founding document. The preamble is a segment of 52 words, which was included at the start of the Constitution. You might even recognize some of them. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, 
do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. You've probably heard We the People, and the title of Radiolab's Amazing Supreme Court podcast, More Perfect. But at the core of that statement are six foundational principles which I would like to build on. The first principle is to form a more perfect union. To me, this shows a demand for growth, of always becoming better as a united country. This plays out both in the structure of our government, which we will get into later, and also the methods designed for making significant changes to the operation of that government, which we will also get into later. I think this desire to be more perfect is something that we sometimes lose sight of. Even if you believe that the United States was envisioned to be a loose federation of states, the union between those states is meant to become more perfect over time, not more divided. I think there are some fairly straightforward ways to make the union more perfect, while also respecting our differences. The second principle is to establish justice. To me, this shows that there is a path to right wrongs and to have grievances addressed in a systematic and fair way. Justice is quite a hot-button topic because there are many interpretations as to what is just and whether being just is only in the eye of the law or whether it also means doing the right thing. And what is the right thing to do, for that matter? I think there is a lot of room for us to grow within this principle, ensuring that justice is human rights and reform-oriented as opposed to punishment-oriented. America hasn't held up its end of the bargain for many of its citizens, and there needs to be a path to solve that problem. The third principle is to ensure domestic tranquility. To me, this shows that the government is meant to be operated in such a way that the people's voice doesn't become so disconnected from the actions of the state that there becomes public unrest or civil strife. When making decisions, the people must be brought along through the decision-making process and must ultimately benefit from the end result in a meaningful way. In recent years, domestic tranquility hasn't been a priority, but my hope is that its priority increases in the future. The fourth principle is to provide for the common defense. To me, this is not the defense of one individual from other individuals. We'll talk about everyone's favorite amendment at some point, but instead our defense as a country from other countries or non-nation entities. This is likely the most straightforward of the principles, protecting our nation from foreign interference, whether physical or economic. To be honest, I don't have much to share here. I think this responsibility to some extent rolls up to the larger global community, which is why we have international organizations like the UN and NATO. At some point, I'll delve further into this topic, but it's not going to be one of the first ones I touch on. The fifth principle is to promote the general welfare. To me, this is meeting the basic human needs of the population. Everyone should be without hunger or thirst, housed to a minimum level, and kept healthy, regardless of their ability. This also ties into several core topics which are on the roadmap to be covered in the future. Ensuring that the population is well-educated promotes the general welfare, for example. I think there will be a lot to say about this principle in the coming months and I look forward to sharing my thoughts on topics such as education and healthcare, two complex beasts which divide our nation along stark lines. The sixth and final principle is to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. To me, this means that people should not be pressed into a government-driven mold, but should be free to be whomever they would like to be as individuals. 
This doesn't mean that they won't be picked up by the government if they fall down from whatever they try to do, but instead that they will be given the opportunity to rise up or fall down in the first place. This is also forward-looking. We should not be excluding the needs of future generations, but should instead incorporate that we want them to have the same liberties that we have into our plans for today. As I said before, these are my interpretations. That's the beauty of defining a vision. It's a north star which acts as a guide, giving an indication of which direction should be gone without being explicit about the path. People may choose their own paths and teach the truth about these paths as they see it in order to sway the actions of the government to meet their interpretation. I'm not going to say that I plan on actually swaying the government to do what I would like it to do. I'm just sharing the truth as I see it. In the first major episode, we'll start down one path in the direction of this North Star, covering two topics which are timely given that this is shortly after Election Day, identity and voting. I'm excited for you to be coming on this journey with me. Let's get to it.